Castro and you're watching Leaders with a Mission and today I have someone who you must meet if you love education. His name is Brandon Buston so let me tell you a little bit about him. So Brandon is currently the Director of Business Development at Eagles Landing Camps and Director of ELC International. He is a strong advocate for all students and families. He always has their best interest in mind and serves as a great mentor. He is soulful and a source of energy to those around him. Brandon was the director of Lighthouse Point Academy. He is a strong believer that kids should be measured by their strength and not by their weaknesses. Brandon is married to Jess Boston, a first grade teacher at North Broward Preparatory School. Brandon enjoys athletic training, meditation, and mindfulness, and planning for the next adventure with his wife. And with you, Brandon Boston. Hi, Diana, how are you? Thank you for having me today. Thank you for visiting us today. Thank you so much. So I wanted to bring you in because you are someone who I admire because you take education very seriously. And I love the fact that you are a big preacher that kids should be measured by their strengths and not by their weaknesses. Tell me a little bit about that and how you're making an impact with those kids that you are able to reach. Yeah, I, I think um, currently it's just it's very hard to, to grow up in today's society. Um, you know, kids are constantly measured by things that, um, you know, make it tough for them to really visualize what success and what happiness is going to look like if they're constantly focused on um, some of the things that maybe they don't measure up to or the materialistic things that they are attempting to gain and might not have the resources to. So instead, um, really as a flip on kind of my childhood, it, it, I realized I, the search for happiness worked best for me when I found it in other people. Um, when I found the ability to really connect with others, um, you know, to look for instead of our differences, but what really could bring us together and how we could support one another. So um, that might be um, how I take care of the tribe, right? That might be how I um, kind of approach um, every student that I, that I work with. But beyond that, almost every person that I work with, um, I really think it's important to just kind of understand each other and to figure out what our collective goals are and kind of how we can merge our mission and vision so that we can create some pretty great things together. And that's why I invited him because he, I just <laughs> love, you, you do bring a lot of insight. And you know something, when I was working with you guys during a video project that we were working with, a lot of the people who surrounded that vision or, and that same shared goal were mesmerized by the fact that you were first and foremost putting the kids first. Mm -hmm. It was more about really understanding who the kids were, you know, where were they at in their education, what they wanted to accomplish. And I really appreciate that you were doing that because kids need that so bad right now. Yeah, I think, I really think all, all children need a champion. Um, and, um, you know, I think that's reflective upon all of us as we were growing up and almost every kid that you, um, that you meet today. And it, it has, almost everything that you do, regardless of just education, it, it has to be focused on a relationship first. Um, if that is the hallmark, if that's the centerpiece of everything you're doing, almost everything else can fall into place. And yes. the example that I use for that with education is, um, you know, we never kind of jump into what we're going to do with children from a content standpoint, language immersion, whatever. That, that, that's not the first thing that we talk about. We have to meet the kids. Yeah, we, we have to know, like, 
what are their interests? What makes them tick? What really excites them? Um, you know, and then they have to feel that reciprocal nature in us, right? They have to learn that about us. We want to know about their family. We want to know about grandma, grandpa, aunts, uncles, um, because all of those things, that establishment of a relationship in that setting will allow kids to take the appropriate risks that are associated with learning. They're not going to do that if you don't have that relationship first. If you secure the relationship, everything else after that just falls in place. It's building trust. It's harmony. Yes. <laughs> so tell me about, um, I learned about your wife that you guys met, you know, when you were kids and can So give me a little bit of background of who you are, where you're about and where you're at right now. So we can jump into the rest. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at 14 years old in eighth grade. I met my wonderful wife on a porch swing. Um, we have been together ever since. Uh, no problems. Everything's been wonderful since 14. Yes, uh, <laughs> but um, from there, I actually attended a, um, a private college just outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, student first, athlete second. I played football there um, and really just majored in inter interdisciplinary studies, focused on special education, fell in love with education, fell in love with kids. Um, you know, and really from there, I, I went to a school outside of Richmond, Virginia, which was a much different environment than the private school that I was used to or the school that I, you know, in the camp that I work at currently. Um, but that was necessary for me in my life to experience that. Um, and I spent two years in Richmond, Virginia, kind of, you know, navigating that scene prior to coming to South Florida um, for, through this, this venue, the Eagles Landing Camps. It really just changed my life. I um, met a group of people that were just like me, that love kids first, um, and the rest you know, falls in place for them. And from there, I was introduced to North Broward Preparatory School. Uh, I became a counselor at the camp. I mean, you name it, I did it. I became a counselor at the camp, then a teacher at the school. And the kids love you. Yeah. I've seen the connection. <laughs> I've seen the pies in the face. I've seen the, you know, you playing, you know, tennis with them. I've seen, you know, how close you are with them. Yeah, and I, I mean, I would attribute that to, if you want to call it success, you know, my only ability to do some of the things that, you know, like become principal at the school. And then from there, kind of the projects that we're working on now is just that I feel like we've never strayed our course. We've always just been, you know, a kid-centric uh, mentality. That's us. That's super nice. Or so, <laughs> so with that said, and knowing your background, and knowing how you, you know, you've emerged yourself in this world of education, can you please share with me what is the what is the definition of leadership for you, especially in the field that you're in? What is your definition? Absolutely, um, leadership to me is it's servant leadership. Um, the importance of leadership is understanding the connection of other people. Um, the importance of asking questions and listening before speaking. Um, you know, it, it even made me think when when I was thinking about you and I having this conversation today is. I don't belong in this seat. Uh, the people that have like shaped and, and developed me, uh, you know, those are the people, those are the leaders. Um, I feel like now leadership is being, it's being casted as this like mythical thing that like some people have and other people don't, but that's just not true. Every one of us like embodies leadership, right? It's just, um, has, are the situations around us, are they cultivated enough for us to kind of express those Um, those leadership skills and um, you know, I, I, I just think leadership is around serving other people you you will find happiness in that You know more than any other type of leadership. I don't believe that um, You know leaders know everything or don't make mistakes or 
you know, should preach a message that others have to follow. It's more about kind of, you know, understanding each other, connecting, um, figuring out what, how we can best serve one another, what our mission and vision are, um, and how we can kind of push forward to make sure that we equally are kind of successful in, in our drive. So I'll tell you a, bit, a little bit about this because a lot of people don't know um, what Leaders with a Mission was about. So for me, I discovered that the people who we attracted the most were people who were leaders or looking to become leaders within their industry. And there's, I, I became fascinated about the study of leadership because I do believe that everybody has leadership, whether it's your own leadership or like if you're a parent, you're the leader of your pack. Yeah. As you know, as a business owner, you're a leader of your pack or even as um, an employee, you are leading whatever responsibility was given to you. However, the definition of leadership is different for every single person. It's like the definition of success. Yep. You know, your definition of success is completely different than mine. Some people base it on money, other people base it on time, other people base it on relationships. It's just so diverse. So after studying Napoleon Hill and seeing how he was able to kind of like set up a trend or or study what success was like for those who were really making it i was like i would love to actually ask those questions i want to know who they admire what they read you know who mentors them because all of this is about honoring leadership and those who are you know leading with love compassion empathy and who are really making a difference for those who they might, even, might not even know who they're making an impact. And I was able to interview some of the kids that they see you as this force of inspiration and motivation and connection. Like you don't even know how much impact you're making because you don't get to ask those questions. It's not like, hey, bud, so, you know, like you don't ask those questions. Um, but I got to ask those questions to those who you serve and, it, you know, Time after time after time, everything came back to he's fun, he listens, he's someone I can come to, he's someone who I can trust, he's always full of life and energy, he always has the right answer when I need the most. <laughs> so you see those things and you're like, hey, I wonder what, you know, what is he doing? What is his recipe? <laughs> so with that said, I wanted to ask you, what is it that you're doing right now? And you know, where are you going? Where are you taking your leadership to? You know, you know, what is your next step? No, that, that's a wonderful question. In um, a, a bit of a complex answer, really. Um, you know, I was at a point in my life where I was a young administrator at what I consider to be a, you know, a five-star um, private school in the South Florida area. Um, and I really just was beginning to kind of lose my drive, right? A little like my passion a little bit. Um, and for me, um, I actually experienced, um, I was able to take students on a trip to Tanzania um, for the second time. It was a kind of a cultural immersion trip and a sustainable development trip. And there um, I visited a flamingo breeding ground in which I had this, what I believed to be, I, mean, I just call it an outer body experience, but I just realized that I wanted to reconnect with, with me, right? I wanted to reconnect with m my passions and my drive and, you know, really become 
you know, the creative person that at some level I think I am. Um, so, I, you know, I came back and I had kind of wonderful conversations with some tremendous mentors in my life that are, you know, all over the place. Um, you know, had some conversation with my wife because we had just bought a house at the time. So it was a, it was a t- tough maneuver and decided that it was time for me to transition jobs and still serve um, kind of the community that I was that I was a part of Nurturing, so yeah. yeah you know I, I'm never again yeah you outside of that you're like you know. <laughs> kids first so yeah so um, you know I made the transition to Eagles Landing Camps and um, you know coming on there as the director of new new business development it's, it was my goal to kind of um, try to embody and find emerging markets that we could serve you know and we could really um you know push forward into a way that would make kids grow from an independent standpoint and social emotional development and have fun and be safe and secure and explore and um that's me right i feel at home you feel alive. Uh, yeah i'm i am super alive right now as i sit in front of you i'm really excited about our next project there um, you know, we are we are continuing to grow to talk a little bit about Eagles Landing Camps. It's um, there is a junior camp, a day camp and a night owls residential camp. So yeah, you were mentioning. Yeah, we service students from um, the ages of three, four and five at the junior camp and K to eight at the day camp. And the five day residential camp is, um, you know, from first grade to ninth grade. So it's I'm back in my element. I'm back with kids again so I'm, I'm really excited about that um, and our next our next venture is going to be um, you know adding academic legs to Eagles Landing Camps which is super exciting for me. Um, something that you mentioned off camera was like you guys believe that at camp kids can develop the special skills that they need that they don't necessarily get in school yeah. it's like you know building team like wh- what is that like and you know just tell me. Yeah, um, I I think uh, just because I've played in both kind of arenas, I believe that um, they're both paramount, right? You can't can't go without school and education, but it's something about camp, right? It's something about your understanding of how you, um, multiple perspectives around people around you, your ability to kind of relate with people that don't have the same interest as you, that don't have the same passions. Your social skills will grow naturally as a part of being a part of that that level of experience. And um, ultimately it pushes kids to become independent. And I think as- Parents, yeah, that's you know. That's You're not gonna last for them forever, so they might as well learn how to do on their own, and that's how they grow and they develop. Um, something that I see in my girls is that they develop a lot of self-esteem when they're when when they look at something and they think, "Well, I don't know if I can actually do that," and they do it. It's like, yeah. wow, it gets them excited about life. Yeah, so. I, I call them those, those are the epiphany moments. Like those are the points when you sh- you watch a kid and they're just there's an imaginary light bulb above yeah. and it's like yeah, and they just they get it right there, and you have a lot of those light bulb moments again. So let me ask you what, my final question, so I don't like hold you forever. Um, what books, what mentors do you follow that allow you to become a better leader day in and day out? Um, yeah, so um, that's a really interesting question, and there's a there's probably a large community out there that I need to service by answering this. Um, as I grew up, actually, I didn't, I really did not enjoy reading. I don't read all that well with my eyes, um, and I believe that um, education, in the way that I remember it growing up, was really narrowly focused around complacency, um, your ability to answer one called upon, sit still, follow directions, and that hasn't always been me. Uh, <laughs> You know, I like to facilitate debate to, you know, critical yeah. things, problem solve. It's more physical, solve. 
yeah, yeah I tangible. I really like that. So I was introduced to reading with my ears um, as I kind of transitioned into college, and I realized that it was a tremendous strength of mine. Um, so I, I went from someone that didn't understand how people could fall in love with books to someone that just loves reading. Um, so I actually won't even answer that through the books question. I'll read it. I'll answer it more through authors. Um, I super, I'm super jazzed about um, like Malcolm Gladwell, Daniel Pink, um, Mitch Album, um, you know Randy Posh. I'm currently reading Ray Dalio's um, Life and Work Principles, which is a tremendous book as wow. well. Yeah. So it's um it, it's it's hard for me to like sit in front of you and but say I that, love that because, because I never if you talked to me at like twelve years me old too, I would have been too, like no way too. yeah I am addicted to audiobooks oh nice addicted All right. yeah to audible yeah. I, you know audible is like take my money and shut up just just like. <laughs> But but that's that, that's at our core, right? That's it. That's how we approach education, no matter what in what capacity it is. It's figuring out what kids' strengths are, right? If someone at, when I was younger had just taken the time to get to know me and what my strengths were, I, I might have had a whole different experience in high school, yeah. and that's what drives me to to have, like experience that with children, I guess. I love it. So thank you so much for, you know, for joining us. Is there a place that people can connect with you? So just in case they want to reach out? Yes, absolutely. They can reach out at any time. Um, please visit our website at kidsloveelc.com or kidsloveeli.com. Both. Um, you can also email me at brandon at kidsloveelc.com. I would love to speak. Awesome. For those of you who are inspired, you know, reach out. And for you who wants to become a leader in your field, please visit us at fourproductions.com, where if you subscribe, you will receive weekly updates on how to leverage the power of video to become and make your message loud and clear for those who need you the most. Till next time.